everybody and welcome to the fourth Modern Woodworkers Association discussion where we are here to talk about all things woodworking. I am joined, I'm Tom Iovino of Tom'sWorkbench.com and I'm joined by Chris Atkins. Chris? Hey, Chris Atkins here. Uh, what, what, what's your website again, Chris? It's HighRockWoodworking.com. You're the man. Diami Palaki joining us from uh, lovely Long Island, New York. Diami? That is sunny Long Island, Tom. Well, and it's, uh, sunny, it's all here. <laughs> and also my good friend... Don't call him Rick. Nick Rouleau. Nick, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's Nick Rouleau at Mansfield Fine Furniture. Outstanding. You see, I kind of messed up the last time, and Nick never let me live it down. <laughs> That's right, Tim. It's good to get everything. It's good to get everything lined up. Um, before we start with this week, this month's show, um, I want to start off with what's on your bench. Uh, kind of what's happening in your shop, and we'll go with Chris. Uh, let's go to the. Let's go to the deep south in Atlanta here. And uh, Chris, well, what's shaking on the bench there? I've been working on the, the Rubo bench, and um, the, I've got the top finished and, and working on the base right now. So basically trying to finish up all the tendons to put the base together. And uh, that is the biggest project I've got going right now and just trying to get that so I can actually clean my shop back up because uh, in, in the meantime, with such big pieces around, I've got a disaster going on. So, Oh, I, I'm sure. And that thing's a Widowmaker, I'm telling you. It looks that, like it weighs a ton and a half. It, it, with using hard maple, it is definitely a ton and a half. So, Yeah, definitely. Definitely something you want to be you know, lift carefully, get a friend. <laughs> That's right. Get a friend. Yeah, definitely. Yami, what, what's going on in your shop? What, what, what's keeping you busy these days? Uh, well, it would be the Rubel had it not gotten cold. And since November, my big shop activity has been insulating and renovating. And I'm, uh, I've brought the outside walls up to R40, and I'm now just starting my sheathing. So, okay, uh, now you're it's, saying it's cold, but, I don't, but you just said it was sunny long out. What's happening? It can be sunny and cold at the same time, Tom. See, we're not in Florida. We're in New York. Okay, we have I can no understand weather. that. I'm from Florida. Okay, when it's sunny, it's warm. But okay, so you're insulating the shop. Yeah, and I have been since since November. So that's really, unfortunately, all that's been going on lately is lots and lots of insulating and wiring and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Sweet, gotta love that. Hey, uh, Nick, what, what what's shaking in your shop up there? I've got lots going on. I've got no way. I do. <laughs> what, what, what's going on? Tell us. <laughs> resawing a three inch slab of of ash, uh, which I posted some pictures of uh, on Twitter, and. As it turns out, you can't resaw a 12 and a quarter inch tall piece with a 12 inch clearance. <laughs> Imagine that. What are the yeah, odds? Yeah, who knew? Who knew? What are the uh, odds? Yeah, a little bit of bad math, and, and it gets you in a whole lot of trouble. Um, besides that, I've got some bowls and spoons. I've got a new leg design for a, a, a table I'm calling Gravity. Uh, that should be coming out in the next. Oh, I don't know, two, three years at the rate I'm going. <laughs> I see you're fast-tracking it, Nick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Nothing gets funny. in the way of progress. It's funny because uh, just last night I, I joined the St. Pete Woodcrafters Guild. Nice. So just down the street from me, I joined, and my first assignment as being a new member was to actually do a presentation on how to veneer. So uh, <laughs> I have, a, believe it or not, so, uh, so all, all across my bench right now are all the remnants of last evening's work, and I got to kind of get them all sorted out again and put it away so I can start on my next project, which is going to be building a miter uh, bench table kind of deal where I can put my miter saw out and get some extra working space in the shop. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you if the next step is step one: learn how to veneer. <laughs> well, we've, we've we've established that we can do it. It's just 
It's just being able to talk about it was the next step. And then from here, we're going to have to go on and actually do something to show we know how. But we're getting there. We're getting there a little bit. And speaking about knowing how, it's interesting we get to that topic because guess what we're talking about this month? We're talking about everybody's favorite design tool, SketchUp. Can you believe it? I'm stunned. No, I'm just, I, I'm I don't believe I'm it. I'm just all a buzz about this. Can't believe it. Uh, SketchUp, Google SketchUp, is not only is it a really powerful tool for woodworkers when you're designing, the biggest, best kept secret going. It's free. So, uh, but, but how you're uh, how you're going to do it? And we were uh, we were sent a uh, a video and uh, from uh, from Fine Woodworking Magazine called Google SketchUp Guide for Woodworkers, which sounds kind of descriptive. Wouldn't you agree? It's pretty descriptive. I think that I'm gives you that. right. I'm kind of guessing it has nothing to do with athletes' foot at this point. It does not. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And uh, it's the basics by uh, by a gentleman by the name of Dave Richards, who has that soothing, mellow voice, as he describes in detail how to use uh, how to use SketchUp. And um, what you get in the package is you get a kind of a kind of a guide that a little bit of a PDF guide that shows you through, and then you get some really good quality videos showing step-by-step step. and we've all had a chance to sit down and take a look at it and uh, what i'd like to do is i guess we'd like to start talking about what is it and um what what it was for you so let's go around we're going to go reverse order now because i don't want to keep hitting chris first um <laughs> nick um got a question for you when you were looking at this thing were the instructions were the instructions clear and easy to follow i mean was it basics could you do the basics with it yeah, I think it was a pretty good introduction to SketchUp. Um, there, there's a few things. Uh, there's a few things that you'd have to look at two or three times in the video to to say, wait, what was that he just said? Um, to to really get a grasp of it, and it would be a handy thing to have the manual, you know, the the text of it uh, nearby if you're if you're doing the exercises. Um, but overall, I'd say yeah, the instructions were fairly clear and easy to follow. Um, what would be helpful, at least for me, would be to be doing the exercises along with the host to to really get the the tactile feel of of the the program as he explains, you know, what to find where and and how to 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 you know hold a specific button while you're dragging this over here, that sort of stuff. Uh, for me, anyway, is easier to get when you're doing it yourself. Well, I mean, think about it. You know, if you were in school, I mean, you'd have your teacher trying to explain it to you and then showing you how to do it. So, in effect, that's really what you'd be looking to do with this as well. You'd have that open, and then while you were watching the video, you could actually play around with the program and try to make things look 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 like they're designed. That's right. So, if, if for me, it's the old, you know, C one. I forget the 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 actual analogy. C one, do one, teach one. For me, the doing, the doing it, the actual putting my hands on the computer and making it happen is where I learn it. Seeing it once, okay, I got maybe 10% of what I need to know. Mm-hmm. Doing it, I get maybe 80% of it. And then the third time where I actually might be teaching somebody how to do it or, or doing it over again, for instance, that's when I really bring the, the instruction full circle. So, uh, yeah, the instructions are clear, but it, it's my recommendation if you're going to watch the video is to do it along with the video. Okay. All right. I can see that, you know, kind of step-by-step as you go through, you can actually get out there and work along. Yeah. Get the feel of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Get the feel of it. That's it. Oh, definitely get the feel of it. Yeah. I mean, what what are you thinking? Um, You had a chance to use the, uh, use the video, take a look at it. What what do you think? 
I'm going to agree with Nick that the the transcripts help, and I think one of the nice things about this download is that it comes with printable transcripts, which are actually time-marked, and it seems a little tedious, but if you're at a point where you're not sure what's going on or you need to really sit down and reread it and think about it, you can just print out the transcripts and flip through it and pretty easily find where you are in the transcript. And on some of the things that are a little more technical, I think reading it and having it out in front of you in words is going to help you get through some of the stuff that's not quite intuitive just by watching it on screen. Um, and then the other thing that I found, a nice trick he did was building a basic drawing and then turning that into a detailed drawing with components and all the stuff that everyone talks about when they get into SketchUp for woodworkers. And talked about how it was much quicker to build the basic drawing and half the time, that's all you need is the basic drawing. You don't need the components because if you're just going to show it to a customer or a family member to get an approval on a design, they don't need to have components and tenons and dovetails and all that stuff marked out. They just need to know what it's going to look like. Um, you know, so you know that, that was an interesting point you bring up because when you looked at the first design that, the, uh, that, that was drawn, it was actually just a basic rough, here's what this, it was a cabinet, it was a wall-hanging cabinet. And this is what the cabinet looks like. And for, for most woodworkers, really... From there, you would kind of just be able to write out what you were looking for. It exactly. Like it went from that basic design all the way through a very technical, uh, technical complete drawing. Yeah, and from my own use, I'm thinking that the basic design is probably as far as I need to take it 60 70% of the time. Um, but then he also goes into how to create that technical drawing from the basic design. And when it's worth it, then you go through the, the effort of making it. And one of the other things I was surprised by is I've never done a sketch of drawing with individual components and joinery. I've never bothered to put the joinery on. But I was both impressed by how easy it is to do the joinery, but how labor-intensive it is to make those component drawings with all the, all the measurements, markups, and and that, that's, that's a lot more work to create all those different images so that you really have your entire cut list and, uh, and drawn pieces for you. Yeah, not only just a list of what parts you need to cut, but actually this is how it relates to the other parts. It's right, it's really it's, it's that, yeah, it's, it's that set of measured drawings that you'd always be able to buy from, um, from Norm is you can do that in SketchUp, but it's quite a bit of work to take a drawing from just the drawing, even if it has all the details in it, to those measured measured uh, components. But still, on a really complicated project, I think that's well worth doing, and it was nice to be able to learn how to do it. Sweet. Hey, Chris, well, what's your take on it? No, I mean, I, I think, you know, with with these guys, I'm, I'm kind of with the... Uh, I went through and watched all the videos first, and, and as, as far as the videos go, you know, I mean, it's, it's a little monotonous just sitting there watching the Google SketchUp screen, but at the same time, the entire purpose of the video is just to learn Google SketchUp. It's not to watch somebody, you know, it's, it's, it's to learn that. So the fact that they stayed on the, the SketchUp screen, you know, you can follow along, you know, exactly as they're going through. And, uh, and I, I thought that he went from the, the very basics all the way through to, to stuff that, you know, I don't know that I'll ever, you know, create full-scale plans and stuff like that. But it was very cool being able to do to, to see how they do that. And then once I switched back and, and actually started going through the extra folders, you know, it, it was great that they had the cheat sheet in there. You know, you could print that out and just kind of do a quick reference. Uh, you actually had the plans with Google, um, you know, with, with the PDFs and the SketchUp plans that he actually 
created during the, the video and, and as well as the, the transcripts to go back through and follow through. So that was kind of actually a, a, a nice kind of addition to it when I went back through and took a look at it that, uh, that he had added a lot of that stuff back in just to the, the, the regular video, which, which I thought was, I mean, it was great. It was, you know, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like Diami. I, I don't know how much of the time I would actually ever sit there and, and go through and create that in depth because, I mean, the fact is half the time I, I sketch something on a note, notepad and, and just kind of build it out. But um, I, I thought they were definitely easy to follow and uh, good. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, just to be able to watch the video. I mean, again, you know, if you sit down in front of SketchUp without any help, you're kind of lost. You're out in the weeds, for me at least. I'm out right. in the weeds. Um, you know, it's kind of like, hey, it's the most powerful tool ever. Here you go. And you're just kind of like sitting there like looking at these three lines, the uh, green, the blue, and the red, trying to figure out what the next step was. And, you know, I, I, I have yet to be able to put together something comprehensive, but it seems as if I could spend the time going through, I might be able to do it. The one thing I really liked was that it seemed as if the, um, the author was working with on a PC, and when he said something for PC, the Mac commands actually showed up on the screen as well. I, I definitely like that. Which yeah. I appreciate it because I, yes. I have a Macintosh at the it, house. And it's, it just seemed like a waste of screen that. space. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I have to agree with Yabby. All right, all right. Uh, Tom all right. and I appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate it. It was awesome. It was, uh, uh, it, was it just made me feel better about myself. So, no, I was glad you did that. Sully. All right, so do you think this was the best format to teach the skills? I mean, you know, I mean, okay, we're we're talking about did was it effective? But I mean, do you think this is the best format to learn these kind of skills? I mean, again, you know, what we always ask if you were the if you're the king of the world and you could have any kind of uh, SketchUp training, what would it be? Would you want to have something in person? Would a video be able to do it? Would you want a book written about it? What what, what do you guys think, Diami? I'm going to say this was pretty good. Um, I have sat through Bob Lang's SketchUp classes at Woodworking in America, and uh, I was dozing off in that. And there were minutes I was dozing off in this. Because uh, at the end of the day, you're staring at a SketchUp screen. And if you're not working a mouse and doing a drawing along with it, that's really just not that exciting, even if it's very technical and, and intellectually interesting. Um, but because this was on the computer... And you could, you know, you open different windows and you could follow along with it, essentially. I think that this is a very usable format. You could really watch it anywhere. I had it on my phone. I was watching it there when I had to, just trying to sneak it in to watch it before this event. So with the digital download, it was very easy to watch it wherever it was convenient. And at the end of the day, when it really came time to use it and you need it, you could have SketchUp open on the computer, watch the section about what you want, and then immediately go and do it. So I thought the fact that setting it up as a digital download with all these extras was actually the best way to package it for the most people to get the most out of it. Because when you need it is when you're at the computer working in SketchUp yourself. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Chris, what, what is your thought? I mean, do you think that there could have been a better way to do it? No, I mean, I, I 100% agree with you, Ami. I, I think, you know, we here, here in Atlanta, we did um, w- one of the uh, the Modern Woodworkers uh, meetings that we, we did was was we had uh, Aaron Marshall, who uh, does all the Wood Whisperer Guild. Um, he does the, the SketchUp drawings for, for Mark and stuff. And, and Aaron actually um, did a Google SketchUp class for us. And it was great because, I mean, there were so many things that – you know, I, I've I've been very basic on SketchUp, and you know, I can draw some stuff, but just had a lot of things to learn on it. But one of the nice things about it, I mean, I learned so many tricks. But 
I'm sitting here during the, 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 the presentation in the class going, oh, that's great, that's great, that's great, that's great. And then I get home and I start messing with it. And I'm like, how was it he did that? And you know, and you forget. I mean, you just you don't remember. So the, the nice thing about this is it's here. You've got it. You've, you can sit there and you can go back and go, well, how was it he did that? And you can go back and actually take a look at it and review it and, and, uh, and comprehend it. And you know, for me, I mean, if, if you're going to sit there and, and learn this, the way that I'm going to learn it is just sit there playing with SketchUp. And, and to pick up those tricks, you know, you can go back through and, and just have a reference that you can go back. So, I mean, I definitely think if, if I could choose the way to learn SketchUp, it's to watch a screen where somebody's actually, you know, regardless if it's, if it's a little bit monotonous and, and not the most exciting thing in the world – at least it's something that you can you can physically see right there while you're working on it and, and have a reference to it. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Nick, what do you think? I yeah, mean, so you're, you're king of the world now. You can do whatever you want to. King of the world says, see one, do one. And I, I'm coming to this from uh, the perspective of a mechanical engineer, and I've sat through more than my share of computer-aided drafting seminars and, and trainings um, you know, for much, much more advanced CAD software. And what I like about this is what Chris said. It's it's there as a reference, so you can always come back to it. Uh, what I don't like about it is that there's no, here's how you do this, now go do it component. Um, so a lot of the trainings, for example, each of the students would sit at a computer and here's how you do this particular uh, operation, now go do it. And you, you'd have to go do it yourself. You, you find where in the user interface you have to go click and how to click and and you're not just learning in concept and then have to go back to your computer at home later that night and and try to remember or go to find that place in the video where they talked about that one thing it's you learn it you do it you actually touch the buttons and you develop a little bit of muscle memory in the process of oh yeah so you know if i wanted to uh sweep this curve uh, or sweep this cut around this curve the way they do with the follow me tool. I know that I have to hold this button and do this other thing because I did it. So, so King of the World says get everybody with uh, a, a computer of their own, um, watching the instructor do a step and then doing it for themselves. Nick, it's funny you say that because you know one of the joys of living in Florida is I get to go to the land of the mouse every so often over at Disney. And uh, we were one time we were at this place called uh, Disney Quest, which is an indoor kind of arcade thing. And one of the one of the things they had was a a, a drawing area where you could learn how to draw Mickey. Now, of course, you know they have their animators out there showing how to draw Mickey Mouse. And it's just like you said, you know, well, here's how you draw the face. Now you take your turn and do it. And here's how you draw the ears, and you take your turn and do it. And really, by the end of that, I mean, I can't draw anything more than the stick figure. But by the end of that, I was actually drawing a pretty decent likeness of the famous rodent. And again, that kind of learning opportunity, well, here's a step, now try it on your own, tends to work better for me. And I think for a lot of other people as well. So maybe it could be modified where here's what we're doing and now do it yourself. Yeah, but, you know, awesome. at, the same, at the same time, guys, I mean, I... I mean, the way that it's laid out, do you think you could do that with the layout that's on there? I mean, could you, I mean, it, it goes at a slow enough pace, you think you could pause it and then jump back and, and try it on your own? Yes, you know, it'd, it'd be, yeah, it'd be more convenient if it was specifically formatted for those you know, right. give and takes. Here's right. how you do it. Now you do it and you have to, rather than having to <laughs> manually go in and pause it, if you had to manually go in and start it 
might be more convenient for yeah. that phase. Sure, but to at, le- at, to at least queue the- it up so you know, you know, he- here's the skill. You've 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 seen the skill. Now go try the skill. And right. if you want to just skip the try, you know, I get this part. Let's let's move on to the next part. You say, yeah, play. You know, next or whatever. Right, uh, but still, next section. Pausing it is really not that big a deal. So I guess you know no, to get not. back to being king of the world, it would be nice if if it was the other way. Right. But in a practical term. I think this certainly does what it has to. Right. Yeah, re- remembering that we were talking about King of the World, the way I would have it is is everybody with their own computers in a classroom watching one, then doing one. Uh, given that we're not all Kings of the World, uh, this is a pretty decent format, I, I think. If people uh, see the skill and can pause it, they'd be, they'd be well off to do it that way. Well, if I was King of the World, I'd have scratch and sniff uh, instruction manuals. So uh, that's the way we'd have to have it. So, again, I'm back to my scratch and sniff fetish. Um, now, because it's such a very technical program, um, there's still a lot of people out there who still will draw things out by, by hand uh, on, a, on a drawing pad or with graph paper and a pencil. What are your takes on things? You know, when would you see using SketchUp as a valuable tool for, for design? And where would you just use a sheet of graph paper and, 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 a, and a pencil to make this happen? I mean, are there different situations in which you would do this? Uh, Nick, what are, your, what are your thoughts? Well, right now, because I'm trained in a, in a formal package, a, SolidWorks is my, is my design tool of choice when it comes to complex assemblies when it's simple stuff i sketch it out really really roughly just so i know what i'm doing and in what sequence when it comes to more complex assemblies i like to have some sort of pre some way of modeling how the thing goes together before i actually try to cut joints and and assemble things Um, so for that i think something like sketchup for me i use solidworks I may actually try SketchUp because this this video has got me interested enough in what it can do to actually go and learn another user interface. But for things where you want to see how's it going to go together before I put it together, before I actually go and cut joints, can it be built? Can it be put together? That's where I think a a, a model uh, in the computer space really serves well. For simple stuff, sketch it out. Get your general dimensions, and then reference off of what you've what you've got to cut everything else. Um, you know, maybe for cut lists, if you if you're a cut list dependent builder, um, it might be valuable if you go through the whole exercise. I'm not that you know. I cut a piece to fit whatever I've got built already, so I'm not really tied to cut lists so much. Sure, um, that's me. Sure. Well, it's you. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Diami, what do you, what do you, what's your take? Well, when would you go for the pad? When would you go for the dessert, for the computer? My my normal tendency is to do like a half-ass sketch on a pad and draw as little as I have to, so that in my head I can wrap my my head around the design, and then I kind of figure it out as I go. I'm a tremendous fan of relative dimensioning. I don't use cut lists. I measure as few pieces as I can just to get me started. And then everything else is just pencils and mark lines off the first piece. And no, tape measures don't come out. So I don't need it for cutlass. So I'm going to say that most of my pieces are probably still going to just be a pen and pen in my head. Uh, but that said, I'm already, I can tell you right now, just having watched this, that when I am finally put my shop walls together and I do get around to building that bench that I've got the material for, it's going to go into SketchUp. I think I'm going to take the time to lay out the bench 
on SketchUp. I may or may not get as intense as doing the joiner on SketchUp. I'm still not convinced of that yet, but um, I will do the layout on SketchUp because there is some certain play in, in technical things about the way the legs need to line up with vices, and I want to make sure everything fits before I start assembling things and then too late in the process realize that because of where I put the leg, the vice doesn't fit or vice versa. So um, on things like that, I'm, I'm going to use it. It's going to be a combination of the two, more pad than SketchUp, but SketchUp was going to have a place. Dom, Dion, do you really want to plan that far ahead and take all the fun and adventure out of woodworking? Uh, on my bench, I do. Not on most <laughs> other things, but on the bench, I do. <laughs> okay. Chris, what's your take? Um, I mean, <clears throat> honestly, I mean, I, I find that I, I, I enjoy using the sketch pad and just sketching most of the time. I mean, there's, t- to me, uh, if you had asked me six months ago, I'd have just said, I don't really ever use it. I mean, there's not much use for it. I'd rather just sketch it up and, and go with it. Um, cause I, I, you know, I enjoy writing something up, sketching something up and, and coming up with it. But at the same time, um, you know, just going through this Rubo build where I've actually been using SketchUp drawings to build it. I mean, it's nice. I mean, it's obviously to, to get to the, the, the point where you've got all the dimensions and, and putting everything together. I mean, it, it takes a lot to go through that. But, I mean, I will say that it, it is awful nice when you go into the shop and you've got something, you know, I can bring the, the iPad out there and pull it up and throw the, throw the drawings, that, drawings on it and just sit there and, and look at it. And you've got all the dimensions and stuff right there. So it, there's, there's definitely an advantage to that. Um, is it something that I would probably use on most of my projects? Pr- probably not. I mean, I still like just hand drawing something out. But, but you know, I can see there's times and stuff that if if you you really need to have a, a three dimensional object that that you can you can sketch up and draw and show a family member, or if you've got a client that you need to show that that you really need to show exactly what what they're getting that they just they can't picture it or they they can't see it through. Um, I mean, there's definitely some value to that. And then just being able to, to work out all the details and stuff up front. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a value in that. Yeah, that, that, there definitely is. I mean, for me, you know, it, it's when I design anything personally to build, um, you know, it's such a, it's, for me, it's more of a, more of a, a study in art than, than, in, than in design. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I'm trying to draw, you know, what, what would look good to the eye and, I don't think I could sit down and sketch up and say, okay, let me try this. Well, no, let me scratch it and try this. So a lot of my work is still going to be based on what I can actually draw out on a sheet of paper. Um, and, and, and rather, you know, and, and, and I found myself on complex joinery, maybe not leaning towards a computer model, although maybe I should in the future, but almost prototyping what the joint is that I want to cut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm going to build a certain kind of mortise and I don't know how to put it together, I might get out some two by fours and kind of kind of play with it to try to get things to work so I can see it in a three dimensional world. I really need to get better with SketchUp so I'm not going through all my two by fours. But somebody's got to feed the chimney in the winter here in Florida. <laughs> so if I make all my mistakes on that, then it's all good. I can still burn them. I don't want to think I want to burn the computer. <laughs> Although there are days. <laughs> when I, it, it sounds better than other things. That's right. Must be a Mac problem. Uh, I knew oh, you were yeah, going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still walking so, to that. I'm sorry. I knew that was coming out. <laughs> uh, it's going to hit me right in the face here. Okay, so yeah. uh, I, I, Tom, Tom I think I think you just hit the the nail on the head in terms of what the real value is for for any kind of computer drafting, SketchUp included, is for complex uh, 
joinery and, and that sort of complex assemblies, it really allows you to to prototype without actually having to go cut any wood and waste any resources. You can really get an idea of what it takes in terms of process and, hey, is this, is this even going to work before you even touch metal to wood um, all, all in virtual space? Um, yeah, sketching sketching is good for sketching is great you know for concept development but when it comes to virtual prototyping you know something like sketchup really can't be beat other than actual prototyping but that's yeah. you know materials but then you're out there whacking into two by fours and you know it takes right you know the, the, the question is you know why build the same project twice right you know and you end up in that kind of situation but you know exactly. taking the time maybe to build it in the comfort of your living room at right. your at your at your computer whichever it may be whatever your computer preferences may be. You can rebuild it a hundred times in SketchUp and, and not waste any resources. But and that's the thing, too. If, you know, if, if, uh, if a certain kind of joint's going to work better than another, then maybe that's the best way to go with it. Right. In, in Mac or PC. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's only Thank valuable you. in, in PC. Uh, yeah, wow. Okay, I got you. All right. So, okay, if you were, if you were presented, you know, now you've seen it, now you know what it's all about, uh, something you would buy, uh, is it something you would put the money down for? Uh, Chris, what do you think? Um, I mean, that, that, that's a hard question for me because um, would I probably go out and buy a Google SketchUp video? Probably not. But if I was looking for a Google SketchUp video, um, I mean, I think it's worth it. I think it was, you know, you know pulling it up and, and, and looking at it on, on the site there. And I mean, I think the video is, is definitely work and I think it's, Twelve ninety five or something like that for what they're they're asking on the uh, on the site. Um, I mean, I definitely think it's worth it. And if you're looking to learn more about it and you're you're just getting started in it and trying to get, I mean, I think it's worth it. All right, sounds fair. Uh, Nick, what do you think? Um, I gotta agree with Chris. Though I came here tonight thinking I really wouldn't buy this video, and then I changed my mind entirely, saying, you know, I totally would buy this video. In context, if I'm looking for a video, this is a good video uh, right. on the subject. Um, do I need a video? I'm not sure, frankly, because I don't know how much of this uh, you can find either online or I don't know how much of the skills you get from this video you can get from the tutorials because, frankly, I haven't done the tutorials. Mm-hmm. Um, but for $13, if you want to learn SketchUp, I think for woodworking, I think this is a, way, a good way to go. Good All right, Yami, Yami, what's your thought? I think my friends here have been a little too soft on this. I think that at $13, everyone should buy it. And I, I say that for two reasons, that I think it's, it is a good value, but it's short and concise. The video is only total about an hour. There's lots of extras. And at the low price, if you never use it, it's not much money to invest. You know, think about all the money we spend and all the different tools and toys we buy for woodworking, some of which never pan out. It's a little bit of money to really get your feet wet in SketchUp, and then you can walk away and decide, you know what, it looks, it looks interesting. Let me try and use it, or I'm never, ever going to use that, and you put it in the drawer and you put it away. Um, even if you don't use it, the education it gives you on SketchUp, I think, is well worth the money. But My then if, if you do use it, it's fantastic. I think it really does teach you a lot. Yeah, my you, you know, but here's here's my thought about this. I would buy it in a heartbeat, and the reason why is as a woodworker, this is SketchUp for woodworkers. The way we think, um, you know, there are lots of SketchUp tutorials out there that show you how to design little 
buildings or a little whatever if you're going to do something like that. But this one actually goes into detail about build those joints, about right. how to cut a mortise, about how to, how, to, how to cut a tenon in your project virtually. And to so, talk uh, about that SketchUp for Woodworkers, if I could derail you for a second, Tom, one of the yeah, first steps, take the train yeah. off <laughs> one of the first things that uh, David Richards, the author, does is he talks about how to set up SketchUp for woodworkers, and he takes you through the the templating, which is there's a uh, I think it's modeling of woodworkers, or it's it's woodworking and something is the is the template in inches or or metrics if you're in Canada. Um, but then he also talks about the different uh, command lines and control. I don't know what you call them, but the little buttons on the sides. How Tool to bars. set those toolbars? Thank you. Right. How to set those up specifically for woodworking? And there's, you know, I've I've mon- monkeyed around with um, with SketchUp, mon- but I'm just <laughs> <laughs> just to set up those toolbars the way he has, I think that alone, even if you don't learn anything from it, setting up the toolbars in the right way so that all the commands you need are right there and visible is going to be a big help. So on that line. The fact that this is specifically tailored for woodworking in both the setup of the software and the use of the software is a tremendous value that you don't get from a more generic SketchUp tutorial. Exactly, my friend. And that is you know, why I'd recommend it because as woodworkers, we have specific needs when it comes to setting up this program. And again, it can be used for multiple purposes, but to be able to go specifically and say, as a woodworker, here's what you want to do to set it up, that's valuable in itself. Um, we have, there is a DVD, ebook, and downloadable video that come with this. Uh, we reviewed the uh, downloadable video, which is at uh, the uh, Fine Woodworking Store. Uh, if you go to http colon slash slash store.finewoodworking.com, the package is $12.95 from Taunton. Um, it, 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 it's a good all-around value. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good way to get your feet into it without really sinking a lot of commitment as far as, uh, as, far as money. Um, which, of course, we all know we want to spend on wood or tools. Tools. <laughs> yeah. You can't do anything with your tools if you don't have anything to work on. So, all right. Anybody? Anybody have anything else to say for the betterment of the, uh, betterment of the audience? Before uh, we did, wanna... we de- oh. did we decide if we're going to rate, rate the video in uh, glasses of vino rosso? Glasses yes. of vino rosso. <laughs> I'll give it two Chiantis and a Zinfandel. Anybody um, else? Three Montepulcianos. Nice, I love it. Yeah, you're you're exposing my ignorance. I'm a lonely beer drinker here, but I'll give it a case of my Heineken. <laughs> yeah, take that for your grape sodas. How about that? How about how about two glasses of Jack on the Rocks? <laughs> See, that's the problem. We're all from different parts of the country. We're all doing different things. That's right. All right, everybody listening at home, please don't drink in woodwork. Um, <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back next month with a new and other exciting topic. I have no idea what we're going to cover, but trust me, it'll be good. Um, from everybody here at the Modern Woodworkers Association Discussion Board Group Association, whatever the heck we're going to call ourselves, I would like to thank you all for listening and stay tuned. Take care.